This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not it works. no, not me. No, no, the fan. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? Yes. But, but nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who I'm are you lo- talking I, about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh. oh no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get early access to the GameZilla Alpha. Exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words were right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash Media and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Welcome to this week's Legend of Retro podcast. My name is Chops. And I'm Craig WK. Ooh, a voice, a voice. It gives me chills, uh, heart palpitations, and pleases me. I don't think I've had anything that's ever done that to me before in my life. It's a lot of mixed reviews for one voice. Yeah, it's terrifying. (laughs) Um, So this week, we are going to be talking about a classic NES platformer Mm -hmm. called Adventure Island. And this is a rather expensive game too, isn't it? Oh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's worth a fair amount. It's a pretty early Nintendo title, and it wasn't necessarily made by Nintendo themselves. No, it wasn't. It was Hudson Soft. Classic Hudson Soft. I I usually only think of them in Sega because that's what I played the most of. Really? Um, I forget that they're... They made games in Nintendo. <laughs> they they eventually made a system. Yeah, I know. The PC Engine, uh, TurboGrafx-16. Uh, yeah, Hudson Soft did a lot of really cool stuff, and then they unfortunately went out of business and, and bought out. Yeah, by Konami. The giant Konami. Uh, yeah, they're really doing great things with all their property. Anyway, uh, yeah, so... Uh, Adventure Island was released by Hudson Soft for the Nintendo uh, in September of 1988. Uh, his platformer game stars Master Higgins as he travels across a dangerous island in an effort to save a princess. I love that name, Master Higgins. Master Higgins. I. Who is he a master of? Like, who? Like, is he a lord or is he? Like, I want to know. I want to know his backstory. I don't care about the game's plot line. I want to know his backstory. Well, he's a. Uh, a chubby guy in a grass skirt mm-hmm. with a red baseball cap. Yep. And he runs around an island eating everything in sight, fighting snakes and snails and frogs. Yeah. And um he uh throws a uh like a stone axe, a tomahawk around. I want I want a prequel where it's like Wall Street Kid version of him. He's like <laughs> in this mansion and like ordering slaves around and things like that and no do you think that he just went crazy like he was wall street kid and then he like grew up and realized that the like the the button down life wasn't for him and he like ripped his clothes off went on a grass skirt and his butler's like go to heavens master higgins no (laughs) he had like a midlife crisis he like bent yeah bent over a button popped off his shirt and he's just like oh no and (laughs) 
<laughs> it went downhill from there. Stole a re- I'm assuming he stole that hat because I don't know many masters who own a hat like that. I, uh, I would assume it'd be top hat or just greasy slicked hair. I really, really hope that every so often in his adventures, like this guy in like a like a, a really fine like tailored butler suit comes out. He's like, "Master Higgins, come home, come home. It's the like, estate needs you." It's like it's like from SMB three, where it's like the the toad like yelling because the king has been turned into an animal. That's what I picture. It Master as. Higgins, please, you must come home. The missus, she she worries for you. Yes. Oh God! Now, uh, um, in Japan, he's also known as Takahashi Maijin. How do you say that, Maijin? Takahashi Maijin. Maijin, and um, this is based off of a arcade game, right? Yeah, there's a lot of history into in Adventure Island. Yeah. And you would think that, like, when you look at the game, you're like, okay, you know, it's this guy. He runs around. He it's a it's a platformer. Yeah. He throws sometimes he throws stone stuff like. There's animals that are trying to attack them. At the surface level, Adventure Island is incredibly basic, but yeah. there's a lot of really neat mechanics to it uh, that kind of make it stand out. And then from there, which are not original mechanics, which we'll get to, uh, and uh, uh, you know, but the the game itself has a, a ton of history to it. So I first off wanted to touch base about the 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 overarching mechanic, the 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 elephant in the room, literally. Well, I mean, if it was an elephant that Master Higgins could eat, he would. Yeah. Because he needs to eat. Does he eat it raw, or do you think he cooks it? He ain't got time to cook, okay, all, all right? right. Fair <laughs> enough. He, he's a he's a, he's a mooing man. Uh, that, that meat ain't cooked. Hey, you know what? Uh, he, he needs high caloric intake. <laughs> he's, he's He leads an adventurer's he life. fruit. And there's high calories in fruit. Okay, there's okay, a lot of okay, sugar. Okay, all right. You know, he uh, uh, the mechanic of Adventure Island is that the you can't go back. You know, once you've you've scrolled the screen forward, there's no turning around. You know, you can't like you know go back in a level and explore. It's pretty fast paced, and the reason for that is you have a, a quote unquote health meter. I always considered it a food meter, though. Yeah, me too. Well, because here's the thing, Master Higgins needs to eat, and as the the game progresses and you're taking your time, the bar slowly, slowly, slowly drops down until he dies. That gave me such anxiety. <laughs> like any game, anxiety. any game that just like uh, granted, like a Mario game, it's got a timer and it, it's sure, it Sonic. Comes, but yeah. but those are like you know they seem infinitely longer than this meter oh, in absolutely. this game. And it it's <laughs> yeah it's it's I'm playing a game in the game. I'm playing a game of, am I going to get through this fast enough? Uh, am I going to survive this? And I'm playing the game to beat it. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's no, for me, it's unneeded stress. And here's the thing, Chops. Uh, it's not just like, am I going to survive? It's, am I going to starve to death? <laughs> because as you get food items, it restores your, like, the bar, the health bar or right, food bar. Right. So you run through these levels and you collect fruit. And that's, I mean,. Like, if you touch an enemy, you die. Yep. You know, one hit deaths. You can find uh, some power-ups. There's yep. uh, the stone axe. You get things from eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And uh, there's a stone axe, and then I think there's... It's like a fireball, I think, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like a fire wand ball thing. Yeah, some some sort of magic. I don't know where that part comes from, but... Uh, you know what? Uh, it's, it's an island filled with... Uh, 
Uh, I was going to say uh, like mysterious animals, but really they're just frogs and snakes. No, and stuff. it's prehistoric animals, <laughs> pretty much. Craig, pretty mundane. Uh, from from you, I would expect you to notice that. <laughs> yeah, no, you, there's really not anything too fantastical there. I mean, the frogs are pretty big. Yeah, that's true. That's they're, true. So so it's a prehistoric island. They're, they're like dire frogs and stuff. <laughs> dire you know? frogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, so okay, so this game is it's it's a basic platform we've gone mm-hmm. over that, but it's based off of Wonder Boy. Yeah, originally uh uh Wonder Boy, which was owned by uh, a company called Escape, which is now known as West One Bit Entertainment. Terrible name. Not a great name. I, I you know what, they maybe they should go back to Escape. Maybe they should escape yeah, from the name West One. Ooh. Yeah, how do you like that? But uh, yeah, the uh, uh, it was originally owned by them, and uh, they they had Wonder Boy. It was this little like blonde boy. Wonder Boy. Chaps, will you tell me the secret of your power? What is the secret of your power? Wonder Boy. Won't you take me far away from the Bucky Mark now? I really hope. That Tenacious D played Wonder Boy is like when they were younger, and they're like, "This is what we need to make songs about." <laughs> is it? It could be. I don't know what the Monkey Muck is. I think that's uh, level three two. <laughs> you know, I was convinced. I <laughs> uh, so so Chops is right. You know, the the uh, Wonder Boy games uh, were originally owned by this other company, and Hudson Soft got the rights to them, and I. Uh, they ended up, they were like, okay, well, we're just going to make, like, a Wonder Boy point, port. And uh, so they were, like, making this game, and they were like, well, maybe we can just do our own thing. And they just stole the formula of Wonder Boy. Yeah. And, I uh, mean, it's a pretty popular formula. It's not, like... Well, I, I would almost argue that it's not. It, it, I mean, a platforming game, that, sure. That's what I mean. I, I guess, oh, okay. The, okay, the food meter, the... the specific mechanics of like the weapons and, mm-hmm. and, and how you get hit because because I also look at this game and it reminds me of Ghosts and Goblins because in that you t- it's one hit and you lose a power up in this case it's one hit you die right but it, but I to me it's similar stakes involved mm-hmm. you know in Ghosts and Goblins if you get hit when you have armor and a lance you're kind of useless yeah. in this game you're running around until you find a weapon and you're useless until you do yeah no absolutely I I mean the the I uh, I mean, when you start a level, you don't have a weapon. No. Uh, now, I, I believe weapons carry over at least. Yes. Uh, but if you die, you're you're without. Mm-hmm. You know, you go back to the start of a level, and you have to hope that you know the the game creator took mercy on you, and you have access to you know a, a weapon. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean, it it makes sense. They got the rights to Wonder Boy. Hmm. They knew it was popular, and they're like, okay, let's make another game similar to it. That's a, that's a great business idea, because why not turn one popular video game into two popular video games? Might as well, right? I mean, and then, but it's just weird. So I get super confused when I was looking at the history of this, mm-hmm. because there was multiple Adventure Island games, yep. but then there was also Wonder Boy games, uh-huh. and eventually some Wonder Boy games were ports of Adventure Island games, or vice versa. I got real, I got really murky with the <laughs> with the history of this, <laughs> so like I really need you to explain it to me, because it, it, it got really confusing. Okay, so, and I'm not even 100% on everything. I mean, everything, I have you know? notes on this, and I will <laughs> try to follow along. But I don't know how well this is going to go over. So, basically, you had Wonder Boy, 
And yep. what they sold the rights to Wonder Boy over to Hudson Soft. Hudson Soft continued to uh, to make Adventure Island games in the same formula. Yep. Uh, up until the Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo has an Adventure Island 2 game. I think it's Super Adventure Island 2, which is more yes. like the what Wonder Boy became. So Wonder Boy, hear me out. Yeah, yeah. It became an, an action RPG. Yeah, the in fact uh, the Switch recently had a uh, uh, like sort of HD remake yes. of uh, Wonder Boy in Monster World, I believe three, the Dragon's Trap. But basically, uh, Wonder Boy uh, uh, became Wonder Boy in Monster World, and it became like this action RPG where you okay. like you know fight monsters with like a sword, and you you know collect gold and buy gear, and you know yada yada. It's this, sort of this action RPG type thing, and uh, but. At the same time, Adventure Island was still continuing on in its same formula. So uh, I think if I had to wager a guess, I think the people who made Wonder Boy were like, hey, we sold the rights. We got some money. Let's just push this in a different direction and, you know, go somewhere like kind of experimental with this. Because, hey, you know, even if we're some source and we have to start making different games, we went ahead and got all the money we could out of this already. You know, if, if Adventure Island fails and people don't like this formula anymore you know, no great loss, you know? Mm -hmm. If I had to wager, I guess it was probably something like that. But, weirdly enough, eventually Super Adventure Island 2 came out, yeah. and it was like Wonder Wonder Boy and Monster World, well, and it just sort of blended the, the lines together. Yeah, what my notes here say, and I still couldn't figure this out, it mm -hmm. says that the Japanese version of Dragon's Curse mm -hmm. was the TurboGrafx-16 adaptation of Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap, and was titled Adventure Island. Uh, and that could very well be because if it was, you said it was going to what system again? Turbo Graphics. It was the Turbo Graphics adap uh, sixteen adaptation if of Wonder Boy three. Hudson Soft owned the the Turbo Graphics and they owned the rights to the the formula of Wonder Boy. They probably somehow like got you know when they were porting it over, they were like, hey, we're just gonna call it Adventure Island because that's our games. That's weird. That is really weird. That seems super confusing mm -hmm. and like at that point. That that just I feel like you're just messing up your whole sales like thing there. Like people are gonna get confused and then not want to buy anything. Listen. I don't know. I don't just I guess because... you know they got bought out by Konami, so I guess. Well, I know, mean eventually, who, yeah. Who who really I, I can't judge them. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they Hudson Soft, the that that precocious bee was that dead. fancy bee. That yeah. that little bee died and uh <sighs> uh, you know, he gave up the ghost and uh, you know, Konami scooped up his corpse and then decided to do nothing with it <laughs> um so i, I guess let's, i want to get into the game a little bit more yeah absolutely um so there are 32 stages in this game it's a fairly long it's game. it's a very long game so yeah. there's eight worlds which are called areas mm -hmm. and they're divided into four stages or rounds and then each are further divided into four checkpoints so when a player reaches the fourth round of each area there's a boss that he has to fight and oh, then yeah. after the boss is done and you've beaten all the areas, uh, you fight the final form of the evil lord, evil witch doctor, because he's technically the boss of each stage of each area, but mm -hmm. it's a different form of him. Oh, and I kind of remember you, that, yeah. And then you rescue the princess. Princess, uh, princess Tina. Tina, that's what it was. I, I knew it started with a T. I couldn't remember, though. And um, you start out with 11 points for your health gauge. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it gradually depletes over time. Um, and then you gain lives if you 
you know, as you beat a level, you gain an extra life. If you lose a life, then you don't get a bonus life at the end. There's like it's based weird on points, things. right? Yeah, it's it's different. It's it's a Nintendo game, okay? <laughs> a lot of times the points had no points. Like no, there was no no, no point, point to the points. To the points. Uh, they didn't matter. Like, it, it, but sometimes they did in some games, and some they didn't. Um, and then, like you said, you pick up fruits or a milk bottle, restore your points. A yep. milk bottle actually uh, gives you 16 points of health, so you actually get more. Oh. Because uh, you can reach up to 16. So you start at 11, but you can reach up to 16. That's a uh, uh, power Master Higgins has over me. Uh, I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, and, so you uh, would lose points. I would lose points. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would, it would be lose delicious. them a lot faster. Yeah, it, it, I, would, <laughs> I would lose them gradually you, you and would, miserably. You may gain four points, but then you're losing more as the game goes <laughs> it's on. Right, it's a dot. I get a, like, a minor health bonus, and then it's a dot that slowly dwindles right. away my health. <laughs> um, and then, oh, yes, yeah, so you were right. So when a player's score reaches 50,000, 100,000, and 200,000, receive an extra life. Oh, okay. But he also gets a life... Um, uh, I think after you beat a gate, uh, uh, well, I guess not. No, I was wrong there. Uh, oh, because okay, so you don't get him. When if you he still lie, has extra obviously. lives that are left, he'll revive at a last checkpoint he has passed through. If he dies, okay, yeah, um, that's another thing in there. But uh, uh, there's also the B is is a key thing in this. It's in almost every Hudson it's soft weird, game because I don't the even, B. I don't remember it. I, I feel like I remember seeing it like maybe once or twice playing through it, but uh, honestly, it's been a long time since I've really sat down with Adventure the first Adventure Island. What do you think the bee's name is? Hudson. Nope. Um, it's um, it's a bee like fairy in the game. I mean, I mean in the game. What do you think it's called? Oh, you know what? I think I actually know this. Uh, uh like Biet or something like nope. that. Ah, uh, what is it then? Honey girl. <laughs> Oh, yes, honey Real girl. creepy. Honey girl. Um, it gives hey, him, honey girl. It gives him invincibility for about 10 seconds, uh, and it, which allows him to kill enemies of a single touch. Yep. And then there's also these special pots that are hidden throughout the game mm-hmm. that double your bonus points if you collect them once you beat the level. Oh, that's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the the way you get the power ups, like I said, is you breaking an egg, and I thought this was, <laughs> I thought this was dumb, and, and I want to know your opinion on uh-huh. this. So you could break an egg, and you can get a weapon, which is great. Sure. And then you get maybe another weapon, which makes it even better because right. then you got a better weapon, or you break an egg and you get an eggplant, and it drains your life meter faster. Master Higgins hates eggplants. Apparently. I don't know if you guys know this, uh, but for all, all our listeners out there, if you ever have Master Higgins over and you've got a nice dinner party, and you know what? You 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 have your fruit tray out, and you're like, Master Higgins is going to love this. And you're like, but the main course is going to be eggplant. Eggplant Parmesan. Who doesn't love that? I'll tell you who. Master Higgins hates it. It'll kill him. It's, it's bad. Um, I don't like eggplants, so I agree with him. Really? But I'm upset that like random random ones contain an eggplant and then it like screws you over basically. And why? And I mean, here's the thing too: you're already dealing with the stress of losing life. <laughs> why do you got to make it harder? He he's losing so many calories so fast, and you think and he's a diabetic. He's got to keep his, his sugar meter really. <laughs> You know, I think you might be right. You know, he's like, you know what? Well, you're playing the game and you're like, hey, an eggplant. You know what? There's not too much sugar in that. Maybe that'll kind of balance uh, Higgins out. No, sir. No, sir. He'll have none of that. None. 
And then there's also bonus stages where you can uh, collect more fruits, and it doesn't end until you just drop into a pit, and then you just start at the next checkpoint. So it's your typical platformer. Um, ah, but you're forgetting the most important power-up of all. The most radical power-up of all. Okay, I'm sorry. You the can, skateboard. The skateboard. Which will kill you. Yeah. It will absolutely kill yes, you. Because as soon as you jump on that, you're like, oh, man, this is so cool. And then you go flying. Don't and hit you fall. Yeah, and then yeah. you fall off a ledge. Yeah, you're dead. Mm-hmm. You're screwed. Yep. You you did it to yourself because but you wanted where, to be radical. Where is this taking place in time? How does it, How is there a skateboard? Well, it's because it's modern times. Master Higgins had a midlife crisis, It's remember? modern times, but... <laughs> There's scary animals out there, Chops. I don't know if you All know right. this, I'm man. I'm just wondering where he gets the skateboard from. Watch the Discovery Channel. There are megalodons, man. Does he take place? Is there a special Master Higgins and mermaids. episode? <laughs> megalodons and mermaids. I've seen the Discovery <laughs> okay. Channel. Okay, and, and aliens. Um, yeah, I think those are on there. And uh, so then when you get to the final boss, um, he has the ability to change his head up to like eight different times uh, of each stage. You know, it's a different style. Smithy? Um, Smithy? Uh, Super Mario RPG reference. Never mind. Oh, Adore me. Okay. Um, but you have, to, you have to hit him in the head a specific amount of times okay. to beat him. So the number of hits it takes to defeat him mm-hmm. is dependent upon... Um, it increases. I'm sorry, it increases with each area. So the first form takes eight hits. Okay. And then every form after that, you have to add two more hits to it. So then at the very end, you have to hit him 22 times. <laughs> wow! For a uh, a boss, even a final boss, that seems like a lot of yeah. hits. And he uses the same attack each time, but the only thing that's changing is the fact that he has to take more hits, and his speed has gone up, and and the speed of his of his attacks. So Interesting. It's it's kind of brutal, like I'm thinking, and, and like there's no meter, so you don't you have to keep count, right, of your hits and misses. It's not like Mega Man where you've got a little meter bar there, right. and you've got maybe a special ability that's doing more than four damage. Mm-hmm. Um, the game is difficult. It's not for the faint of heart. I think I think if you want to play an old school classic platform NES game, you definitely need to play this, especially with the music, which we'll get to in a minute. Oh yeah yeah yeah, but. It's a difficult game. It is. It's. Uh, I would say this is one of those. Uh. Uh. You know, sort of like. Uh, uh, how would I put it? Uh, you know, it's it's it deceiving how difficult it is. Like yes. you look at it, and you think, oh, Adventure Island. It looks kind of cute. You know, bright graphics. I mean, the 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 sprite art looks you know charming and stuff. It's it's a very colorful game, but like it's Nintendo heart. It's yeah. the the old school cliche Nintendo heart stuff. You know, I. Uh, there is uh, uh, something I wanted to t- uh, touch base on, and that's who uh, Master Higgins is technically based on. Oh, really? We're talking to real life, uh, not just, you know, the, that Wall Street kid who had a midlife crisis. Uh, Master Higgins. Master Higgins, please come back. <laughs> come home. You must monitor your estate. <laughs> you're losing, you're, you're bleeding out money like nobody's business. Anyway. We could do a whole episode about that. <laughs> we probably could. About managing Master Higgins' estate, his two butlers. <laughs> My gosh, Fr- Franklin, what will we do? Reginald, oh, t- oh, I'm so distraught. I can't even collect my thoughts. Oh, there's another bill in the mail. How will we afford this? We need Master Higgins. <laughs> he must obtain more money for us. <laughs> Uh, okay, anyways. So, uh, as you uh, had stated earlier, uh, Master Higgins in Japan is known as Takahashi Meijin. 
Meijin is just master in Japanese. So it's Master Takahashi. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so Master Takahashi is named after, uh, it was at the time, Hudson Soft spokesman, Toshiyuki Takahashi. And uh, uh, he was a higher up at Hudson Soft. But interestingly enough, in the 1980s, he gained some fame in Japan for having uh, like a, a, a really fast trigger finger for arcade games. Oh. 16 shots per second in shoot 'em ups he was playing. Oh wow. Yeah, he was a monster. Apparently his his uh uh you know uh he's he's gotten older and so his skill has sort of dwindled. The last time they had like, you know, uh gauged it it was like twelve hits per second. But that still sounds That's pretty impressive, pretty right? What game is it? Uh it was uh Star Soldier is specifically the one he had one. played. Okay. Uh I never played Star Soldier. It's a shoot 'em up uh but Super Star Soldier for the uh Turbo Graphics, I think pretty sure we uh, covered on a, a retro relapse when we had Maybe played we uh uh i think we were playing games at my place that day if you Maybe. remember that but I, you have I, terrible memory yeah i don't remember well i'll remember for the both of us cool it good. was fun it was fun it was really fun if i if i recall correctly it, it gotten pretty decent scores from both of us with the uh the uh the eight bit scale cool i'll take your word for it also, you said that you'd owe me $5. Did I? I remember it distinctly. I have uh, a photographic memory. That same day? I believe so. Man. Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, uh, Takahashi Meijin, uh, or uh, Takahashi or uh, Toshiyuki Takahashi, yeah, is uh, a real dude, technically. I mean, how would you feel about, <laughs> like... Uh, it's the same thing with all these old developers mm-hmm. is that they just use people that they know in their games. And uh-huh. It's kind of fun. And then now you look at it and, and like years later, people know that character and some of them know it's you or some of them don't know it's yeah. you, but you're still this icon of this game. And it's just weird. It's kind of weird. I don't but I know mean, how I would feel about that. I, I think it's kind of cool, too. I mean, you, you know, you got to think like uh, uh, eventually, you know. Like, despite his talents in the arcade or whatever, and the fact that Hudson Soft, you know, went out of business, you know, this guy's going to fade into, it's going to sound bad, but fade into some obscurity. You know, mm-hmm. he's, his, the games he's made are fading away, yada, yada. But, like, he's got a character named after him. That's cool. You know, there's a, there's a, a certain sense of immortality to that. I mean, the only way we'll know exactly how he feels is if someone out there makes a game uh, that has us in it. So someone out there should make a game that has us in it, I, yeah, and then just make sure it's super successful. Everybody knows us. <laughs> like we'll do whatever you need to support your game, not monetarily. Uh, yeah, if, if you need my voice, if you need my thumbs up, mm-hmm. uh, then... if you need my face, yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I also wanted to mention. Yeah. The speed runs. For this. Oh yeah, I, I have uh, something else to discuss as well. But uh, uh, you know, go ahead and go through the speedrun stuff first, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. So um, let's see here. Mm-hmm. So there is an any percent category for this game. Okay. First place for it. Can you guess how long it took? Oh, I. Uh, how about uh, hmm? Uh, we'll, we'll say like I, I think if you're blitzing through the game, probably uh, uh, you know pretty fast. I, I'd say maybe like an hour and a half. An hour and a half. I'm so gonna this, say an hour and a half. This speed run, any percent, uh-huh. placed five years ago. First okay. Play. Five years ago. Okay, by so it's J- not been topped by a Japanese runner. 
which I couldn't write his name down because it was all Japanese symbols. Oh, characters. well, right, yeah. So I had, I had no idea what it said. Uh, mm-hmm. 37 minutes and 40 seconds. 37 minutes and 40 seconds? Mm-hmm. How is that, like, how is that even possible? I don't know. How is that a thing? 37 minutes. I mean, I guess, you know, the, the interesting thing about Adventure Island is the pace of the game is set by you. Yeah. So if you can run through the game as quick as you can and you know where all the enemies are and you know where... Uh, you know all the fruit is that you need, like because all you really need is the the bare minimum to scrape by, right? Just don't get hit. Yeah, you, you don't get hit. Pretty much it. And I mean, you know, time the, your shots. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Now there's a second type of run that I wanted to bring up. That's mm-hmm. called the pacifist mode. So for mm-hmm. this category, you can't kill any enemy except for bosses. Oh, so it's like you you go through the game, but you can't touch any enemies? You can't kill any enemy but the bosses. Okay. Now, is it the is it still a speed run, though, right? Still a speed run. It's a speed run category, different one. That one is first place holder is by Yuzheng, E-Y-U-Z-H-E-N-G. Okay. And it took 50 minutes and 26 seconds. I guess it would take a little longer because I'm sure there must be points in the game where you just, like, spam the attack button and just run forward. You know, like yeah. into enemies, but I, I guess if you're avoiding them, you have to jump around. Probably avoid, different yeah. routes you take. Yeah, um, yeah. I just think it's. It, I think it's really fun because there is a mode in, and it's a newer game, Cuphead. There is a pacifist uh, versions of some levels that you can take. Oh. Um, you don't have to kill enemies in some levels. I so <clears throat> I think it's. Yeah, it's. It's interesting to see these different kind of categories that are out there, and we've talked about a few for for other games, but pacifist specifically always fascinates me because you have to be on your platforming game for that. You have to yeah. time your jumps, your runs. You need to know where every enemy is spawning, where they can go, what their pattern is. Like, it's it's ridiculous how much you need to memorize for a, a type of run like that. No, absolutely. You know, it's uh, it's crazy to think that uh, uh, you can go through a game like that and never, ever harm an enemy. Yeah. Uh, now, there's a, a little bit more media I wanted to discuss when it comes to uh, Adventure Island. And... Uh, uh, that there's a surprising amount of anime and manga. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so uh, there's a, a ma- uh, manga, an anime, and a movie for the anime series. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. The The manga was serialized in a magazine called Koro Koro, which is a magazine that's home to Doraemon and has a lot of the like Pokemon manga. Doraemon, what's that? Doraemon, uh, the 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 classic, uh, you know, the blue robot cat. He's like kind of rounded, like a really rounded character, real old timey uh, uh, design to him. I'm sure you would know him if you saw him. Uh, Probably, but uh, but yeah. So you have, uh, you know, Doraemon is in this magazine, uh, and then otherwise, it's uh, I, I. I want you to take a guess at how many episodes the anime is. Like a, like a, like what you really think, not like oh well, I want to guess like the right answer. Like like what would you think? When did it come out? In uh, the uh, 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 late '80s, it would have been. Uh, uh, episodes of the anime. I mean, a typical anime that's one season is like 26 episodes. Yeah. I, I'll I'll say 26 episodes. 51 wow. episodes long. Wow. And a movie. And a movie. Yeah, they. I thought that was really interesting. That uh, because, like, you know, I mean, that's more episodes than Trigun, isn't it? Oh yeah, Trigun got twenty six episodes. That's Cowboy crazy. Bebop has twenty six yeah. episodes. 
Adventure I'm, Island I'm beats. Bull crap on that. <laughs> Adventure Island beats out Trigun and Cowboy Bebop. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I thought that was really bizarre. Now, uh, the music, though. Your favorite part. My favorite part. Uh, and uh, surprisingly, have a, a lot to uh, talk about here today. You, you would think, like, oh, Adventure Island, it's you know, pretty simple, no big deal. But, Chops, the music was composed by Yun Chikuma who also worked on a, uh, a surprisingly large amount of games. Uh, Chikuma worked on the Bomberman series, Ooh. a whole bunch of Bomberman games, like a lot of them. Uh, if you've ever heard of a uh, uh, platforming like adventure game called Faxanadu for Nintendo? It sounds familiar. It's a pretty cool game. Uh, we may have to touch on it uh, sometime here on Legend of Retro. It's a, a real interesting game. Uh, but uh, uh, she did the music for that. She also did the music, and this is going to sound like I'm pulling a real obscure game out, but bear with me. She did the music for a game called Doremi Fantasy, Milan no Doki Doki Daiboken. Doki, a Doki Doki game? No, like not, a Doki Doki Panic? Not necessarily like Doki Doki Panic, because Doki Doki just translates into like heart pounding. Oh, uh, so it's okay. just you know used from that. But uh, uh, I actually have played this game pretty extensively because it came out on the Wii Virtual Console. Of course it did. It was like one of the import games, you know, yeah. that uh, you didn't need. Like, there's no real like there's some dialogue, but you didn't need to understand it to play the game. And it's a surprisingly good uh, platformer game. Interesting. And it's got some charming music and stuff. It's for Super hmm. Nintendo. Uh, it's worth looking into. Uh, but uh, the the like probably the biggest thing that's most interesting is Chikuma uh, studied at the Tunisian uh, let's see Tunisian style composition at uh, Institut Supérieur de la Musique de Tunis. Uh, Chikuma works with a uh, classical Arabic music group called Le Club Bashraf, which uh, explains why she also worked on the game Sonic and the uh, Secret Rings. Which has like an Arabian Nights kind of uh, like vibe to it. Now I never played the game. Uh, I don't really know a whole lot about. I don't that. know it either. But it's kind of interesting that Chikuma sort of specialized in this, uh, uh, you know, particular uh, uh, game. And uh, yeah, there's a, a few tracks that we definitely want to uh, highlight. Uh, you know, you want to go ahead and uh, play those? Yeah, let's do that right now. Enjoy that song. All right, and that was Wild Plains, right? Yeah, it is the the opening level uh, music. It's uh, the music that's typically uh, typically played in like uh, uh, like uh, more open, wide open areas. I think it's the beach levels as well. I believe that is uh, Xander's uh, favorite song. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I'm glad that he could have some some voice here on this episode since uh, he's not here physically. Miss that guy. Yeah, that 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 poor man. 
Yeah, we're poor man. Poor man. Became a father. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> what's this next one we got? The next one is uh, probably my favorite level. It's uh, called Cliffs and Rocks. It's uh, 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 not necessarily like the ice cave level, but it's uh, the more mountainy type areas. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and give it a play. song it's like a nice sailing song i don't know i don't know why i thought of sailing but just like it's very adventurous meandering like i'm relaxing it's breezy there's water around it's i don't know it's nice yeah there's a uh it's a really nice soundtrack it's it's pretty simple it's a pretty you know uh, a short soundtrack you know yeah. nothing too crazy uh, but there is a, a story that I wanted to bring up because uh, Xander, you know, like we said, you know, didn't get a chance to be on this episode. But uh, he wanted to pass along a story for us. Uh, now, his sister bought Adventure Island when they were young. Uh, and she really liked to play it with uh, Xander's older brother. Now, uh, his sister has passed away. Uh, but it, the game was kept off to the side. Like it, was, it was always stored away, you know, in a different area. So it wouldn't get damaged, you know. Because uh, it was special, you know. And uh, so Xander has a lot of really fond memories playing Adventure Island because of the fact that it was sort of, you know, it, it wasn't just another game tossed in the pot. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't another NES game, you know, just like, you know, pitched aside, lent out to friends. You know, so when Xander did get a chance to play this, you know, it was always really special to him. And uh, uh, the music always gets really stuck in his head, he said. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely wanted to, uh, uh, you know, drop that story yeah. uh, out there. That's really cool. That's really unique. Thank you. Thank you, Craig, for sharing that. And thank you, Xander, for sharing that with Craig. Thank you, Xander, for sharing it through me, yes. as I am just a conduit for Xander. Yes. Yeah, I thought that's how your friendship worked. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Every so often, he has to like be really, he has to like lash out at people and be really cruel. Xander doesn't like to do that. It's because he's kind of like channeling me. So it's it's me. the feedback from uh, from using you as a conduit. Uh huh. Yeah. It's uh. It, it's sort of like a. It, there has to be a equivalent exchange. Okay. So like when, so when you're both alchemists, basically. Only you know, I I'm an alchemist for being a jerk, and he's an alchemist for being a good guy. Yeah. Dichotomy there, then mm-hmm. the yin and yang. Yeah. Exactly. Precisely. <laughs> Do we have anything else to say on this game? You know what? I I really strongly recommend giving it a play when you're looking for a challenging old Nintendo mm-hmm. game. You know, if, if you're looking to just sit down and relax, you're going to have heart palpitations. Yeah. You're going to have heart palpitations, you're going to be real hungry, and you're going to hate eggplants. Yep, that's true. So if you love eggplant, I don't know if I recommend Adventure Island for you. If you really like fruit and you need to keep up that caloric intake... 
Adventure Island. It's a game for you. You've heard it, You've heard it here from Craig. Mm-hmm. Caloric intake, important. <laughs> Very. All right, so uh, we're going to get into our retro relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. All right, and this week we have something a little bit different. Yeah. We don't have one specific game we're going to be talking about. We just had our Nerd Barbecue for. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, it's something we put on for the fans every year because we enjoy you and we want you to enjoy us in person. Yeah. And eat some food and play some games. Absolutely. So we had it at the studio, Grimm's House, and we had a lot of people show up this year. There a was quite lot. a lot. I remember there being a bunch last year, and that was my first year. And uh, uh, and, and at that time, I, I was pretty awkward because, like, the first Nerd Barbecue I made it to, like, I, I had been on a handful of of. Legend of Retro episodes. I didn't um, even have my other show. You had been on the four role-playing episodes, right? Yeah. And, and then I think a couple more was maybe, Xander. Yeah, maybe a few more was Xander, because that was around the time when you were getting pretty busy, yeah. and they had asked me to jump on the show with Xander for a while to fill in, and I just sort of muscled my way onto the show. Yep. Uh, but uh, I, re- I distinctly remember last year, uh, you know, like walking around, and every so often somebody would like stop me and be like... Hey, is that is that you, Craig? And I'd be like, uh, "Hi!" And they were like, "Hey, yeah, I, I recognize your voice." And it was like, "Oh, yeah." That happened to me at Pandemonium with um, uh, Cody. Pandemonium, for those not in the Metro Detroit area, oh yeah, sorry, is a uh, uh, nerd store. It's filled with like uh, dice and different games, Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Uh, it's a really cool shop if you're in the area. Definitely check them out. Yeah, that happened to me with with Cody, uh-huh. one of your friends, and yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you must be chops." I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> Tell me your voice. I'm like, "Oh, that's that's weird." But okay. flattering, but flattering, yeah, but very flattering. Sorry, I understand how you feel about that. It's uh, it, it was really nice because like at the the time when I first started Legend of Retro, I thought, man, I you know I'm not chops. I I'm you know like they they've had the that's same. You're not, and I thank the Lord every day for that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But I, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, you know, I, at the time I didn't really, you know, I just thought like, oh man, I'm just a temporary host. I'm just filling in, you know, like I, who knows if people are going to like me. And it was nice because, you know, I felt pretty accepted after, you know, I had all these people walking up and be like, oh man, it's Craig, you know? And I was like, yeah, it's Craig. All right. And that was the dawn of our secret agenda to bring you into the fold and start Noobs and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but uh, uh, this year, yes. uh, you know, as uh, Chop said, you know, there's tons of people, whole bunch and mm-hmm. uh and if you feel out of the loop well you can do something about that you just need to make sure that for next year you're already a fan of us on facebook you're following along the gamezilla media crew and you uh you know join us on the discord because yes, that's know, where we communicate that like pre-invites that go out mm-hmm. yep so uh, uh if you are interested in the community and you know and, and if you're not if you just like listening to us every so often that's cool too we totally get it but, but, we'd really like to have you. Yeah, we, we had some out-of-towners come in, people from Minnesota yeah, and uh, other parts of the state of Michigan. And so we got to, it, it was fun. There was a lot of stations set up for retro video games. Rock Band was played 
all day, all night. <laughs> what? There was a campaign held for the fans, hosted by you, our illustrious yet uh, demonic DM, um, that took four, four and a half hours. Four and a half hours. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I, in hindsight, I maybe should have uh, tried to trim that down a bit. Eh, but it was a lot know, of fun. It's a once in a lifetime experience for some people. That's not, you're not wrong. Uh, uh, for those not in the know, I uh, am the host of Noobs and Dragons, which yep. uh, Chops is also a part of. Indeed. And uh, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. And so we pitched to the fans who showed up for the barbecue that anybody who wanted to play could sign up and we'd select six people. I think we had around 11, 12 people who were interested in playing on, you know, could commit to the time because I had a few other people that really wanted to play, but just, you know, they had to leave early or something like that. And uh, yeah, uh, the six people got to play. And uh, if you are a member of our Patreon, uh, well, that's going to be one of the bonus perks coming. I'm going to be making sure to try to get that uh, epi- those episodes up there. So That's a uh, good perk right there. It's it's I, a lot of content. I, I, Four I, and a half hours worth. I sat in on, on the session for a little bit here and there, and it was pretty fun. I'm glad that these people got to you know experience this. And you played some video games with some of these people. Um, yeah, you play uh, some. I don't know if you played any rock band. I I have no rhythm. Okay, no, that's I, fair. I did not that's play fair. rock band. I, uh, I I feel bad because like it's the it's the ultimate party game, right? It, you it, know, it is. It, it is. is. It's just it's, everyone it's loves kar- it. It's the new version of karaoke. It, it is, and I uh, have no rhythm, and I'm tone deaf. I love I love my voice. I, I I'll I'll be the first to admit it. I have a, a decent voice, mm-hmm. but not when I'm singing. Just ear splitting tone deafness and uh I uh yeah, it's just not good. But uh but I did play Smash Brothers Melee mm-hmm. uh for a little bit. Not very long. Uh but uh, uh a group of people I know that I also work with uh showed up and uh they were like, Oh Craig, you know, you wanna play Smash Brothers? And I was like yeah, I want to destroy you. <laughs> and? And I destroyed them. <laughs> Jeez. Way to be pleasant. And uh, after that, I turned back on items for them because they're babies. <laughs> and I uh, and I left so that I wouldn't break, you know, break, uh, hurt their feelings and have them break controllers over uh, rage and everything. They were like, Craig, where are you going? And I was like, I can't keep mopping the floor with you losers. Oh, I put wow. on sunglasses and I was like, and you flipped your collar up. <laughs> Pop my collar, cross my arms. And uh, no, I... I was a little bit of a jerk, but not that bad. Okay. Although I did offer for them to join up on a team to fight me at once to see if they could do it. Did they? No, they wouldn't do it. Oh, really? Yeah. I would have. I would have completely taken that off. <laughs> but I've beaten you in, in Super Smash Bros. though before. Yeah, we've have, had yeah. pretty uh, pretty good matches. You're pretty good at Smash Brothers. Yeah, I'm, I'm decent. I'm okay. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I played a lot of Rock Band. My yeah, you were at it for a while. Pretty hoarse. My my. Forearms ached from playing bass and guitar. At first, I thought you meant your forearms, and I was like, "For those not in the know, no, uh, Chops yes, has I, two extra arms." I am a monster. I have forearms. Yeah, and I also got to play prior to the event kicking off some Donkey Konga. I got to warm oh, up the yeah. bongos, which I don't think anybody played. Uh, you know, I don't think so because I think uh, as soon as you had like left, and we ended up coming back to the game room. Uh, I think at that point they were like, they were like, come on, Smash Brothers, let's play Smash yeah. Brothers. And so I had to get that hooked up for them. Yeah, so I got to play a little bit of that, which I was happy about. It was a lot of fun. And then I played some of my Switch with um, Brick and Mortar, or oh, was also nice. known as Fox McCloud Server in our <laughs> Discord chat. Such a great name. Um, we played some 20XX. 
and uh, it's a oh new yeah, game. It's, a, it's a lot of fun. It's based off of like Mega Man X style games, Mega Man Zero. It's like a, a sort of like a, a weird like a, it's a, a roguelike. Yeah, a roguelike where it's like pr- like a, a constantly like procedurally a, generated. Procedurally generated. Thank you. No problem. I, I was looking I've for been the words. Looking at these uh, the names and everything like that. I've been doing research on this game oh. uh, for maybe a future blog. Maybe tease Ooh. tease and. Um, yeah, so I played. I played a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, mostly Rock Band, but it was a ton of fun. Got to talk to people. Mm-hmm. There was awards given out. There were shirts for sale. I was robbed on all the awards. I mean, me too. But we were know, both robbed. You know, I guess when you don't have control over them, you let the Gamezilla guys to it. You know, yeah. they just kind of become selfish. Oh, coincidentally, uh, Noobs and Dragons just yeah, lost by one, one vote. One vote. Don't yeah. worry about it, Craig. Maybe better luck next year. Yeah, we'll see about that. cheaters. Yeah, we'll see if the Gamezilla podcast even exists. We'll burn it to the ground. <laughs> Anyways, so no, we had a lot of fun, and it's the one way that we can kind of give back to the community and say, hey, come over and hang out with us because we love your support and we wouldn't be doing this without you so yeah i personally want to say thank you to everybody who came over and was able to participate and be at the barbecue it was a great time and i always look forward to doing it uh next year and the year after that oh yeah absolutely it was uh, a ton of fun and uh you know like i had mentioned earlier if if you are interested in joining up uh for the next nerd barbecue you know just uh go ahead and uh make sure to jump on the discord you know Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we want to go into our music bracket, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and jump into our music bracket. It's uh, it's heating up. This is uh, a pretty uh, – cl- it's going to be a tough one, I think, this time. I can't handle these these battles, it's these, a- these wars that are taking place. I – Granted, I have most of the picks in these final battles, but I mean, I mean, who's counting? You know, uh, the, I am the person who's had the best. Oh, you are. I am, and yeah. I hate you. Uh huh. Yeah. And you know what the worst part is? Because at least if you were winning and you were like, "Hey, you know what? I'm winning with a really, really great game," and I was like, oh, "Okay, well, you know, chops pick the moon." Yeah, they're all great games. You know, no, chops, I didn't pick chops the moon. The moon. Yeah. It's a terrible game. You're, I hate you. It's not a game. I it's hate a terrible you. Song. Sorry. I hate you, Chops. Yep. You're wrong. And uh, my favorite part of the barbecue is when we trapped you in the game room and forced you to listen to the uh, music. You didn't trap me. You turned off Donkey Konga mid Konga ing to play DuckTales. Rude. Woo. Rude. Very uh, rude. For the record, I uh, uh, went ahead and uh, me and the glitch, who was here, had. Turn, like it turned off Donkey Konga, which I don't know that I would have gone that far, but you know what? The glitch took control, and uh, it was rude. And we forced you to listen to the moon. I, I was upset at how fast that game booted up. It boots up so quick. It's not a disc-based system. It's the Nintendo jobs. It, it just, loads like that. It was great. It, greatly depressing. You and, know what else is rude? Oh, Jumping oh, in and hijacking someone's oh, show. Well, spooky Deadite. Deadite the... <laughs> Dead night. Wait, what? I was going to remain completely silent until I heard ill speak of the greatest original Nintendo song of all time, the DuckTales moon theme. No, you're you're sadly mistaken. Two against one, Chops. You lose. um, This bracket will determine whether you speak truth or you speak lies. I don't need... The votes of the masses, because I will always know in my heart that I am right. You have a black heart. Listen, and, our and hearts may it's be It's full sullied. of the stars you see from the moon. That is all. 
Continue enjoying your show. <laughs> I'm putting you on mute. Thank you, Deadite. Thank you, Deadite, for crashing the show. And you backing jerk. me up. You jerk. You evil swine. He loves the moon as much as I do, and he's right, too, because Whatever. it's an amazing track, and you're wrong, and I hate you. But in other, uh, uh, in any event, we uh, should listen to the first song, which is uh, Elect Man. Elect Man, my favorite song. Here it's a really go. good song. So, uh, Mega Man 1 soundtrack is, of course, composed by Manami Matsume, uh, who, uh, I mean, oh, Mega Man 1's music is great. You know, it's so good. And even if she stole Journey's song to make Elect Man, I mean... I should get her name tattooed on my body somewhere. I think you should. I mean, I'm not going to stop I think that's you. appropriate with Elect Man right there. <laughs> Man, that'd be great. If uh, here's, here's sure Allison would love that. Here's Chops is someone else's name tattooed on me. Another woman's name. Another woman's name. And here's what Chops' guarantee is: if Electman no, wins the tournament, no, no. he's gonna tattoo <laughs> Matsume or Manabi Matsume's name on his body. Not gonna happen. Somewhere. Not gonna happen. You heard it here first, folks. It ain't happening. All right, we're going to this next song. It's Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse. The song is. Is beginning. Let's listen to it. song it's so good it's it's really good i'm really scared for like man this week this uh this is gonna be a really <sighs> really good uh lineup i think i think this uh, uh battle is gonna be a pretty close one it's gonna be very close and the only correct answer is obviously elect man but it's okay if 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 you pick dracula's curse as long as in the long run it beats out the moon Chops, that's all you, i'm asking for. you uh you you really put your uh, uh, feelings on the line there. I try to stay pretty neutral. And no, you know what? I'm, I yeah, I'm a I'm a hard on my sleeve kind of guy. I, here's the thing: if I can not 
freak out on people about Pollyanna, which lost in the first round to Double Dragon 2's <laughs> Underwater Bass. Yeah, it's a terrible song. I wouldn't say it's terrible. I just don't think it's nearly as good. But it lost. It lost. And you know what? Yeah. I, I just rolled with the punches. It was fine. It was That was the people's choice. See, Even but, if the people were wrong. But the moon... Oh, shut, shut up. <laughs> just shut up, Chops. You're going to say something disparaging? The moon, Do you want to bring Deadite back in here? The moon is... Is that what you want? The moon is the Gary to my ash. <laughs> it Smell is you the, later, it is the ultimate rival to me. So... It must be crushed. I, God, I hope it wins. I, I, I'm not going to tell the fans they need to vote for the moon, but man, if the moon wins and I can tell rub it in your stupid face, I mean, I'm going to be pretty excited. We'll see what happens, oh, I guess. Uh, also, uh, the <laughs> composers. Oh, it's, it's also about rubbing things in your face. Let's oh, talk speaking, about these composers. Yeah, speaking of uh, rubbing things in Chop's face, uh, what uh, uh, the composers for uh, Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse are Hidenori Meizawa, Yun Funahashi, Yuki Morimoto, and Yushinori Sasaki. Four composers, and it kind of shows in this game because it's a really good, it's great soundtrack. It's very complex. Yeah. Um, and coincidentally, there are technically two versions of the soundtrack. Okay. Yeah, there's uh, uh, the Famicom uh, version had a special chip which added a little bit more bass, and mm. it was... Uh, uh, a little too expensive for America's blood, I guess. And so they uh, yeah, they got rid of it. And uh, uh, there's technically two versions of the soundtrack. Ugh. Dumb Americans. And never getting the good stuff. We, ne- we never do. Jeez. Never do. All right. So go on our Facebook page. Vote mm-hmm. on there. And you can also see there's a homemade bracket that we have up there that kind of shows where we're at in it and who's up against who, yeah. who's won. You can kind of fill out your own and make your own guesses, kind of like March Madness, if you'd like. And um, But, yeah, follow us on Facebook, The Legend of Retro. That's where you want to go. You want to check out Noobs and Dragons uh, on Facebook as well. We're all on GameZillaMedia.com under the GameZilla Media umbrella, which has a GameZilla podcast and GameZilla Alpha. Yep, and uh, keep in mind, too, that uh, if you want to be more linked to the community, Community. Uh, Legend of Retro does focus on old video games, but GameZilla also has not only video game news, but a lot of stuff involving the community. So when it comes time for Nerd Barbecue, you know, go ahead and, uh, uh, you know, take a look into that, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, aside from that, uh, we, of course, have uh, Noobs and Dragons, which yep. we discussed earlier, our uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. And uh, also Last Action Podcast. Yes, it is a action movie-based podcast with your hosts LPJ and Sphinx, and they go through their lists of some of their favorite action movies that they like to talk about, and they get pretty heated at each other. Um, They're pretty vulgar, and uh, one of (laughs) them is my brother, so they're both really annoying. (laughs) Um, now, uh, but I did G.I. Joe the movie with my brother, which was like a dream come true because it's yeah. like one of my favorite movies. So yeah, I'm okay with it. Make sure to check out uh, the G.I. Joe the movie episode. And uh, if you're looking for more content with me, there's the Goldfinger gold episode where uh, we uh, discuss that uh, movie. Uh, one of uh, Probably about my favorite uh, James Bond movie. And uh, aside from that, I also have my long plays yes. on uh, uh, YouTube. Yeah, Yep, on the YouTubes. Uh, more recently, on top of my RPGs that I've been playing, I did a two-part uh, Super Mario World No Death Challenge. Oh, wow. Uh, things get a little 
weird at the end. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, give that a, a watch. And if you enjoyed it, you know, drop a comment. Let me know if you want to see more of that particular type of content. Uh, but uh, but I'll be going back to RPGs here soon because soon enough, Ogre Battle 64 is going to be the, the next game. Good luck. Good Thank luck you. It'll, uh, uh, it'll just take a little bit, but, uh, you know, we'll get through it. Yeah, it'll be painful. <laughs> um and last thing I want to say last thing I want to say is just join the discord cuz you hear all our news all our conversations awesome things that go on in the discord join it um it's the best way to get a hold of us and to be involved in the community yeah, and uh, of course, uh, uh, we have our Patreon, where we have a lot of perks. Uh, we're uh, moving forward. You're going to be able to vote on Legend of, or uh, Rhythm of Retro, uh, you know, games you'd like us to discuss for Legend of Retro. And we'll also have some bonus content coming mm-hmm. your way. Look forward to that. Yes, yes. So uh, I've got nothing else to add. Do you have anything else? Uh, all in all, Adventure Island is a game about... Uh, Keeping your calories up, or else you're gonna die. Yep. Oh, and uh, I rate the barbecue on the eight bit scale an eight out of eight. I think that was kind of. I oh, absolutely. It, eight out of eight. eight yeah. Out of eight, absolutely an eight out of eight. And uh, I rate Deadite. Eight out of eight. I gotta give him an eight out of eight. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's he's a classy man. All right. So thank you for listening to this week's Legend of Retro podcast. We'll talk to y'all next time when, when the, the legend, legend continues. continues.